Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Hey everyone, my name is Chris Lambert and on this channel we talk Kanye West. And today we're going to be talking about Kanye's involvement in the DMX celebration of life or memorial service that happened the other day at the Barclays Center and the fact that Kanye was really responsible, Kanye and his team were responsible for the visual elements of this service, which I think surprised me and I'm sure it surprised a lot of others how involved Kanye was in this celebration. So in this video, we're going to go over and recap some of what happened, the visual elements, uh, as well as Kanye and DMX's history, and get into a little bit of the aftermath of the service and Kanye's uh, participation in the celebration of DMX. So you can see here this initial article from Deadline, just saying Kanye West Sunday Service Choir performs at DMX's Barclays Center Memorial. And it wasn't just one performance, right? Like a song like you'd see at the Grammys. They had a number of songs. And you can see here uh, later on or in the service with an arrangement of Soul to Souls, Keep On Moving. Later on, they would perform Excellence, uh, as well as You Brought the Sunshine by the Clark Sisters and the hymn Jesus Loves Me. And you can see other people that were there included Eve, Jadakiss, Styles P, Nas and Swiss Beats, of course, and Dragon, original members of the hip-hop collective Rough Riders, which launched DMX towards stardom. And DMX's family was there too. We got to hear from a lot of his kids, including one of his daughters who did a rendition of a DMX song that was so touching that I want to tear up just thinking uh, about how sweet she was and how great and beautiful uh, her song was especially as someone that lost my parents uh, very early, right? I was 20 and 25, so it just kind of hits a chord. But you can see here this visual element, and I'm sure if you're a Kanye fan, uh, you know already just like, this is so Kanye, right? Uh, people have been posting pictures on Twitter of the Life of Pablo tour or the St. Pablo tour, the Yeezus tour, the Watch the Throne tour, and just how excellent the visuals are for these things. And this is no different. Uh, you have this upper screen and the lower screen, uh, which throughout the performance ended up showing different visuals, uh, usually of DMX, but the Sunday service choir then performing on stage. As far as I'm aware from what I saw, they were the only performers throughout the evening, just kind of giving that uh, solemnity to the events. And you can see here just some of the images throughout. And Kanye was down here kind of incognito the whole time. I'm pretty sure that's him right there. Um, and the rest of the choir doing their thing. 
yeah and there's kanye again i don't know there's just something about the body language that jumps out uh immediately and you can see here these different visuals on screen and people below and just how striking each of these images are uh, it feels like everything's just straight out of a movie uh just having that somberness and that's uh dmx's casket right there they brought his body th from yonkers to barclays uh, in this red casket. It was in the back of a monster truck, which was uh, really cool. And just how many people came out to uh, see the procession and just send their love. Uh, you can see uh, this is one of the, the coolest ones to me. Just any of these distant shots showing the stage. Uh, and then coming back again to the, to the performers and a little down on sets. Yeah, and that too with all the family photos. Man, wild. Wild, look at that. Okay. <laughs> uh, so you can find all the, the clips on YouTube. Uh, a lot of people have the, the clips up, the full songs. You can see here, five minutes, six minutes. This one's eight minutes. Yeah, so we got almost 30 minutes of performance. And then uh, jumping back a little bit, you might be thinking like, why Sunday service performing so much? DMX actually ended up at a Sunday service and led a prayer back in March of 2019. And this was in the early days of Sunday service when we weren't sure how long this was going to last. And here we are two years later with them continuing to perform and continuing to deliver uh, like top tier, high quality uh, events that are really touching every time. And I think to the fans that just hear it in the aftermath, to the people that are there, uh, but this is the sermon you can see DMX giving or the prayer that he was giving um at the time it's not great quality but i'll link that below and you can just kind of hear that gravel that made up dmx's voice and made him so special and hear a lot of what he was saying like dmx is uh historically very religious right a lot of his albums all of his albums most of his albums had religious themes through them and a lot of his top songs and I think best songs that weren't necessarily radio plays had religious elements to them and the struggle between uh, what you're doing and what you believe that feel very pre-Kanye. Uh, it just feels ahead of the time, especially looking at where Kanye is. Now you can see that maybe Kanye had more of a connection to DMX's music than he ever knew and that maybe any of us knew. And that DMX actually feels a little bit like a, a blueprint for Kanye at this point, um, which is kind of fascinating. I'm sure there's a whole deep dive somebody could do in terms of comparing The Life of Pablo or Yeezus to some of those uh, early DMX albums that get so into religion. But uh, you can see here that actually in 2003, when DMX released Grand Champ in September of 2003, that on the fourth track, Dogs Out, Kanye was actually one of the writers and the sole producer, which is pretty cool. So I think this is the earliest instance I've seen of Kanye and X uh, working together, which I don't know if Kanye was in the studio, if he just sent the beats, what the deal was. Like knowing Kanye back then, he was in his I Need to Get On uh, phase. So I'm sure he was trying to meet with as many people as possible, but this might've been when the relationship first picked up, but I can't really find anything between them from this 2003 until 2016 period, which, uh, 
I don't know, maybe you know more information. If you know of any details relating to Kanye and DMX between 2003 and 2016, please let me know. Uh, otherwise, the next most recent or the next, uh, I guess, dynamic between them that we saw was in 2016 when DMX appeared on a Real Friends remix, which was awesome like it's a pretty brief verse but it's everything that i love about dmx and listening to real friends like this version of real friends that has dmx coming in at the intro and the rest of the song kind of playing afterwards is my preferred version of the song and real friends is like a top kanye song for me so i really love this i love what uh, X was doing in this, like, hate who I love, blessed with the curse, I was born to die, best of the worst. It feels very lost in the world, right? With those contradictions put very close to one another. Like, you're my war, you're my truce, you're my, what? Uh, oh God, I'm blanking on lost in the world <laughs> lyrics, but you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Um, so yeah that was the next instance and then again in 2019 when x appeared at sunday service so those are the the three main instances that i think publicly people know about kanye and x which i mean even the first one uh dogs out was it really a public but it seems like in recent years this was the most recent too so maybe there was more going on behind the scenes between the two like texting <laughs> uh bible conversations i'm not sure but i would really love to know more about the relationship because it seems like uh, x meant a lot to so many people but to see how much he meant to kanye that we're seeing how kanye how much kanye was involved in the memorial service uh i don't know uh, we may never know but i just think it's it's pretty nice, pretty beautiful. Uh, and you can see here that Photos of Kanye has a great uh, stream of visuals from the event. So this was one of the initial things. Nas, Jay-Z, and Kanye West have dressing rooms backstage at DMX's memorial. This is one of the things that uh, first came out. And you can see some more of the visuals uh, of the Sunday Service Choir. And a lot of the visuals we were just kind of looking at, right? Um, my tweet. <laughs> uh, this was one of the ones comparing the staging, right? So uh, King Wow, Wow is Hip Hop, just posting uh, this stage, the St. Pablo, and then good old Yeezus. Man, Yeezus. Gotta love Yeezus. <laughs> uh, and then here was one of the other photos of Kanye that we're going to get to in a bit. This is actually taken by a complex writer uh, who happened to be in this booth next to Kanye and looked over and saw Kanye. And initial photos didn't have Kanye in the mask, but then Kanye wouldn't put this mask on. Uh, and it's the mask he had on on stage as well and has been the topic of conversation lately. We're going to have a different video about that, but you can see uh, some people with him. Pretty sure that's Swizz, right? Hmm. Uh, <laughs> a few more outlier photos. Uh, there's Kanye with the mask again. And then what else do we got? I guess that's it for those photos. But then that brings us to this complex article by Eric Deep, uh, who's the one that took this photo right here. You can see the credit down here. But this is one of the best overviews I saw of the entire service. If you're curious about what went on beyond just Kanye's portion, it gets into Kanye's Sunday Service Choir, 
Um, everyone from Jay-Z and Beyonce to Bobby Shmurda were in attendance. And you can see here that Busta Rhymes was talking to Bobby Shmurda. Uh, DMX's children shared words about their father. And yeah, it was DMX's song, Slippin', uh, that his one daughter, uh, Savannah, Savannah Jr. talked about. And then the Rough Riders reunited as well, getting into the energy of New York returned. And this is getting into some of the procession uh, as the caskets and X moved through uh, the city to the Barclays Center. So really good article worth reading if you want some of the more details and anecdotes from the day. Uh, and then this TMZ article brings us to the aftermath. You can see that Kanye West raises $1 million for DMX's family, profits from custom shirts. And to put that into perspective a little bit, uh, there was, we don't often know how much money artists make, right? And there was something in the research for this video that I saw where X at one point got uh, in trouble for tax evasion. And it said that in this three-year period that the IRS was uh, coming at him for, he made $2.3 million, which is great, right? That's still a ton of money and more money than most of us will see in our lifetimes. But at the same time, when you have a lot of the assets that someone like X might have, some of the debts and credits that someone like X might have, uh, and the family situation, I think, what was it, 15 kids, right? <laughs> Which... Like that takes a lot of money to support. 2.3 million can kind of go fast, especially if you have legal troubles, which X had uh, throughout the decade, right? So that 2.3 million over the course of a few years too, right? Which meant that he was making less than 1 million a year, which means the fact that this collaboration, which a lot of people between Kanye and Balenciaga, which a lot of people were kind of upset with, like, why put out this shirt, like this Balenciaga brand? Don't they have a bit of a, a tiff with Rough Riders and DMX? Uh, all of that aside, it raised $1 million for X's family, which is pretty great, like, relative to the fact that this is not someone whose estate was making $10 million, $15 million, $20 million a year. Like, that money is going to, I think, go a long way. And I think any of us would be happy uh, to receive that. And not knowing his situation, it just feels like it's going to be a boon no matter what. It is not a bad thing. So, oh man, look at that. That's so cool. Like, what a visual. <laughs> um, so I think that was really nice and really great. And you can see down here, one of the last details that we have for the video Uh our sources say Ye recruited renowned visual artist Akeem Smith to help with the layouts, and it looks like their joint efforts paid off. So looking at Akeem Smith, you can see right here, this is an article from September 2015, and it's C backstage shots from Kanye's Yeezy fashion show. And one of the show's main stylists, Akeem Smith, shares a series of behind-the-scenes snaps. So Akeem and Kanye go back to at least 2015 working on fashion together. And you can see in 2019, when Kanye did an interview with Shane Oliver, uh, they were Shane was styled by Akeem Smith. So there again, we see another overlap between Kanye and Akeem. And then that brings us to Akeem's Instagram, which I can't scroll too far down because it starts to get a little spicy. <laughs> um, but Akeem really is a very visual person. I'm sure you can imagine why that appeals to Kanye, who's such a visual person. But you can see that this is one of his Instagram posts from 35 weeks ago. 
uh, August 19th, 2020. And he was definitely in Wyoming uh, with one of the <laughs> tanks. So uh, he and Kanye have continued to collaborate, it seems. Uh, whether or not this was something for God's Country slash Donda or West Day Ever, Yeezy Gap, his campaign, whatever Kanye was working on, it seems that they have continued to be in touch for at least six years in a working relationship in fashion uh, for the last six years. So I don't know how often Akeem has been part of Kanye's stage designs. I know, um, I forget, I feel bad for blanking on the company, but I know he had been working with one company since St. Pablo, and they were also the company he worked with with doing the, the mound for uh, Coachella back in 2019. So, hmm. yeah, I guess that's all I got there. But uh, Akeem is one to kind of, I guess, keep an eye on if you're looking for what's going on in the world of Kanye. And if you're just integrate visuals and fashion, then you may know Akeem already. If not, there's a whole new <laughs> artist to kind of dive into and see their work because it seems very impressive. And that's it for this video. If you want to support, the easiest way is liking, subscribing, uh, commenting. All of those things tell YouTube this is a channel people enjoy, and they show it to more people, all the algorithm stuff. Uh, we also have our podcast, Watching the Throne, a lyrical analysis of Kanye West, which is available everywhere, though Spotify is having some issues with copyright at the moment. But Apple has all of our episodes. Uh, we're going through the discography for a second time. We go line by line explaining themes and narrative, and each episode will change how you listen to the song forever and how you listen to the album forever. It is the largest body of scholarly work on Kanye's lyrics and albums that has ever been undertaken. So we're going through the discography for a second time. Uh, we're into graduation at this point. So you can check out graduation, late registration, college dropout, as well as our episodes on Yay, Kitsy Ghost, and Jesus is King. So we're going back through catching back up to Yay and Kitsy Ghost. So uh, you can see those there. We also have our movie analysis website, Film Colossus, where we explain movie endings and themes. So if you want to <laughs> read up on Justice uh, Justice League's epilogue explained, or you've seen Nocturnal Animals, Fight Club, Your Name, Prisoners, Black Swan, The Lobster, anything like that, uh, checking out the articles helps as well. We also co-wrote the current season of Dissect, which is on the one, the only album, Yeezus, uh, which is amazing. And I Am A God has recently just come out. You can see there are currently four episodes on the season. And it was a lot of time, a lot of effort. So it means a lot if you check it out and tell Cole that you really enjoyed the episode because, you know, we like more work. <laughs> uh, but that's it for this video. Until next time, please stay wavy and keep it loopy. Cheers. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.